Blog Talk Radio. Yakuza! Yakuza! Yakuza Kick Radio! 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 This is the bulldozer, Matt Tremont. That there's one place to listen to on the internet every Thursday, 9 p.m. Yakuza Kick Radio. Tremont says so. Who wants some? God help us, Jesus! God and baby, Jesus! Help us. Ladies and gentlemen of fucking America, this is Danny Havoc, and you have been listening to, or possibly are intending to listen to, the Yakuza Kick fucking radio. Fucking, yeah, Yakuza Kick radio. Hell fucking yeah! My name is Justice Payne, and you are listening to Yakuza Kick radio. You're coming to come on this is a brotherhood, and we all stick together. Like my nuts. I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Yakuza Kick Radio, the best in internet wrestling radio, period, bar none, just like Adam Cole. Everybody's a cunt but me in the world. I don't know what it is. But you go to the back, and you tell your boss that there's a new Yakuza in town. And Yakuza Kick Radio, and we're taking over. Yakuza Kick Radio has risen from the ashes of bad internet radio and become the premier place for any independent professional wrestler to stop and record their voice. Well, this is Mr. Insanity Toby Klein, and if you're not listening to Yakuza Kick Radio, then you're weird. Oh, I don't like the cut of your jib, fella. This is Greg Excellent, bearded dragon of the Northeast. You're listening to Yakuza Kick Radio. If you're not, you're probably watching porn and you have this muted. You should be listening to it, Jason Mann. Where are Biggie and Tupac? Yakuza Kick Radio. Give a nigga rope on that cowboy, guys. All you have to do is listen to Yakuza Kick Radio, but you couldn't. Now look at that doctor, homie. Fuck that. Black me. Bullshit, man. Motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the introduction. Hosted by J. Cat Morris. You are now listening to Yakuza Because the food tastes great. I mean, there's no, there's no, I mean, it's chicken. It's fried chicken. It's fried chicken. I like fried chicken. Oh, shit! What's going on, Yakuza Kick Radio and this motherfucker, and I'm back. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I never know how to fucking start or where to start or what the fucking going some point or another we find our way and i guess it becomes entertaining to people but um a couple things to get into I, i'm just gonna go into because a lot of times man i ask for these fucking questions and and topics and then i forget like i just get rolling on other stuff that i have thought of and a lot of times it's the same things that i planned on covering but just in case let me just get through the the ones that i got on facebook because i I really do appreciate, you know, when people chime in with some topics and stuff like that, because, oh man, I mean, if I'm doing a show where people are going to listen, I would love to talk about exactly what you're looking to hear about. 
You know what I mean? Because I've tuned into podcasts in the past, and I'll have, like, something in my brain, like, already set. Like, I hope they cover this, or I hope they talk about this. You know what I mean? Like, there's always, like, that that kind of, like, topic on, fresh on my mind where it's like, um, you know, I'll, we'll roll with whatever, but I hope at some point they hit this. So, you know, if if I put out that, that call and you listen to the show, fucking just throw out whatever you'd like to hear me talk about because I'll gladly try to cover whatever I got. When it comes down to, like, WWE stuff and stuff, I just don't watch it, you know what I mean? And I could tell you that again if you want to, you know, throw something up for next week about the WWE, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you again, like, look, I don't really watch it, but you know, whatever works for you, you know, if that's sufficient enough for you, we'll, we'll say that again next week. It's up to you. Um, so anyway, let's go into the first thing right here. And this is a pretty good topic to start with because I, I do want to, I, I wanted to talk about Necro anyway. Uh, IWA night for Necro. Now, when I first got that comment, I was like, wait, that's a fucking thing? Because Ian doesn't get down with Necro. Then it turned out, no, no, this is IWA East Coast. Now, so apparently, you know, Necro's dying, which is very obvious. Um, and, and I'm good with it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, you know, people people really get like all up in arms about things and they like to just kind of diminish things that to me matter a lot. And they like to devalue morals based on whatever works for them moment to moment. And and I just don't have that. I I don't have that, that type of thing. Now, again, I'll say time and time again, I always use DMX as my um, example. I hope DMX dies while I'm doing the podcast tonight. You know what I mean? Um, slow, like fucking, uh, you know, and all that because like he's been an animal abuser, all that for my dogs, my dogs, his whole fucking dog thing was, was fighting dogs. Like the jerk off Michael Vick shit. That's the type of shit, uh, fucking DMX was on and, and maybe not to the full level of Mike Vick, but you know, all that Pipples shit, uh, you know, you know, my dog bites and this and that, like that, that's all not good for the dog. Yeah, you know I mean, like training dogs to be angry and fucking bite and be vicious. You I mean, you're doing such negative things for the fucking breed. Not to mention that countless um lots of dogs have been taken from him that were neglected. Like this dude had crazy fucking money, but dogs were being neglected and showing up emaciated and things like that. And there are dogs that that have showed up in our up north shelter from DMX. Um so these are real, like, factual things. Like, he's an absolute scumbag. But I fucking listen to his music. I love his fucking music. But, like, you won't see me with a DMX t-shirt on. You won't hear me telling people, you know, this this is my fucking guy. You know what I mean? I'm not waving his flag. I'll rock to that fucking music. But I'm not I'm not waving the fucking flag. If that dude goes into some kind of fucking bad situation, people are like, dude, yo... Uh, uh, you know, raise money for this guy because, uh, you know, this and this. Nope, not going to happen. Not going to happen, you know? And, and that's the way I feel about Necro. Look, I, I was a huge fan of Necro. Um, I think I still have the shirt somewhere where, you know, side note, if someone wants to buy that shit off me, um, by all means. Um, I also, I got to check the uh, size on my Kaepernick jersey, and I got to put that up because if somebody wants to buy that as well, got that. 
Goodbye. And it's just just guys that aren't I'm not looking to represent and I'm not putting Colin Kaepernick in the same uh um group as, you know, Necro or, you know, um DMX or anything like that. I just you know, just a matter of topic of, of things I'm looking to get rid of or whatever. Um so Necro beat a fucking woman. I mean relentlessly beat her while she sat in the fucking fetal position on, on a chair because she supposedly spent his Disney money, the money he was saving to bring the family to Disney. So because he was so upset about not being able to bring his daughter to Disney, he beat the daughter's mother with the kid in the other room. Like, I I don't know if you see the irony of that and how like ridiculous and backwards that fucking line of thinking is. But I'm not able to get past that. I'm not all right with that image. And that's 100% how it went down. That's how she fucking put it out. She put her battered fucking pictures online. She fucking, uh, you know, told the whole fucking story. And his response to that was, yeah, probably wasn't the right thing to do. But, I mean, what would you do? Not apologetic. Not, like terrible thing I'm going to get help for you know my issues and this and that not not any of that this is also a guy who later on backed up Teddy Hart's bullshit saying oh you know those those cats are trained performers you're an idiot if you think any different it's like you know dude um and then on top of that you know huge fucking Trump guy so you put all those things together but the one thing that I will not get past or over is him beating that fucking woman and I've heard, and again, I don't know the guy, and it's it's hearsay or whatever the case it is, but I heard that was not an isolated incident. Not just that woman, and not just that incident. Um, but, you know, take that for what it's worth. The one is documented 100%. Um, the, again, I was a huge fan of Necro. One of my favorite wrestling matches of all time is Necro Joe. The perfect styles clash. After that, it it unleashed such a wave of the same type of thing. They tried to recreate that. They tried to put lightning in a bottle. They tried to fucking capture that moment and recreate it and recreate it because that thing was so magical. There was a legitimate beef. There was some heat there that uh, he was rough on the Chikara students. Well, he was rough on ROH students at the Chikara show, I should say, and uh, King of Trios or something. And um, Joe took offense to that shit. So when this match was booked, man, it was going to be stiff as fucked. And there was like, you know, it was called something to prove, something to prove, I think. And, um, you know, I was there front row. And this was just one of the most amazing, brutal fucking, I mean, it, it was just insane. Like crazy, crazy match. If you haven't seen Necro Joe, please go out of your way to see it the first one. Um. You know, and Necro was the guy who was an absolute draw for CZW. Like, no question about it. Like, through time, there was a lot of different guys that you had, and you'd be like, I can't wait to see who that guy wrestles. And I can't wait to see what this guy does. And Necro was that guy. When that fucking music hits, whether it was fucking Freebird, or whether it was um, Still from fucking Ghetto Boys, or whatever it was, you were fucking amped when that dude hit the curtain. 
He came out throwing fucking punches in the air, pointing it towards the ring. Like, and you just knew shit is about to fucking go down. This big hillbilly was about to beat the shit out of somebody. And dude, like I said, I, I was a huge fucking fan of his, his work, his in-ring work. And I could go back and say, Hey, I still really like that match. I really like that match. This match, that match, yeah, so much of it, great stuff. But when you realize that, like, the people who were even close to him back then, such as like a Toby Klein, don't fuck with him now. That was that was the tag team. It was the tough, crazy bastards. It was Toby Klein and Necro Butcher? By no stretch of the imagination does he fuck with Necro. You know, and. The the path that he took is just fucking terrible. And I don't give a fuck. Like, see, here's the other thing. So, I and I started deleting people and shit. Because, I, like, I, I've told people time and time again, I'm done with this wrestling shit. I don't give a fuck about it. There's so little that I actually care about and watch in wrestling. It's just... It's not, it's not a huge thing to me anymore. It's just not. The, the time has passed for me. Um, I think the time where I was the most into wrestling, you know, was, was my twenties. So now when you see these guys, that these kids that are all amped the fuck up on the wrestling and they're in their twenties, well, that's good for them. That that's what this is for. So a lot of this stuff that I don't understand, I've said, you know, a lot that I don't understand this or I don't get this, or this isn't for me because it isn't for me. It's not for me. This is not what the, you're not going to fill a crowd with people just like me. That's, that's not, that's not what this is pitched towards anymore. So it's all right. You know, I'm not going to like, I'll, I'll criticize things the way I see them and I'll talk about them and tell you what I like and don't like. And that's just, just one asshole from Jersey's opinion. Like I've, I continually said, cause I, you know, that's all I am. You know, as far as my wrestling opinion and this and that, I'm very passionate and very deep as far as my animal um, opinions and my, um, you know, my thoughts and, and views on, on animal and especially cat based things, because that's my passion. That's my pride. I, I, you know, I work six days a week for almost two decades doing this. So that that's, this is what I'm all about. And, um, even if you talk to me about my Niners and shit, like, I am fucking, I am gung-ho, you know what I mean? And, you know, I've been a Niner fan my whole life, and that hasn't wavered. Um, and we'll talk about that, because I am fucking amped. Um, but when it comes down to the Necro shit, it's about morals to me. And I don't want to hear how, okay, yeah, that happened, but you can't forget about his wrestling career. No, I, I see things the other way, where... Okay, yes, he was a fucking great wrestler in, you know, obviously within the, the realms of what he was supposed to be. I'm not saying he was, you know, fucking, uh, you know, Eddie Guerrero or anything like that. But I'm saying it, as far as what Necro was, he was one of the best that's ever done it in, in the deathmatch, hardcore fucking realm, brawling and all of that shit. One of the best ever. But you don't get to overwrite the fucking domestic abuse because he was a great wrestler. Now it's like, oh, well, you know, forget about that. Uh, you got to pay respect to him because of his wrestling. No, the fuck I don't. No, the fuck I don't. It's die, motherfucker, die, motherfucker, still. Just like the motherfucking song said. So that that's how I feel, you know? Um... 
so I, you know, I started to delete. I deleted Pondo. I deleted, uh, I forget, uh, 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 Isaiah. Isaiah has been on some bullshit for a long time. So I've been like on the edge of deleting him for a minute because he's just fucking delusional and just talks a bunch of stupid shit. Um, like a lot of things. This isn't about me like burying this dude at the moment. Um, but again, like I'm just tired of seeing some people's statuses and the way that they carry themselves and the delusion that they live in. So it's like just fucking delete them and move on and you, you get to stop hearing about it. You know, as soon as you delete these motherfuckers, like it, it takes someone else fucking screenshotting some outrageous shit and sending it to you. But it's not like every post is getting to me anymore because I don't see every post and, and it's fine. That That's I'm better off that way. So I just started getting rid of people who were just like, no, but no, we got to support this guy. The fuck out of here. So clearly uh, Pondo's the guy who's who's running the IWA East Coast. Uh, they're bringing in Sabu. They're bringing in uh, Shadow WX from Japan. Um, and, you know, and whoever else without morals. I mean, Sabu, look, come on. You've seen the fucking tweets and the fucking posts and whatever the fuck from from Sabu. You, you already know the deal with this guy. Morals are not high on his fucking to-do list. Um, also, amongst all of this uh, back-and-forth bantering and everything about Necro and his career and his abuse and this and that, um, his ex-wife, girlfriend, whatever it may be, chimed in too and pretty much gave the same sentiments that, like, okay, no, like, I was the one involved in the situation and I've gotten over it and everyone should be respecting him for what he did in the ring. So like for those that say like, well, if she's okay with it, no, no, no. If you've ever watched cops, you've seen an abused woman that comes out with the fucking face knotted up and then is screaming, don't take my baby to jail. Like that's what beaten women do is they defend the actions and say why it's not that bad or it's just life and, you know, things happen and, and you know, you know things like this shouldn't happen. Women shouldn't be beaten. It's just, that's just the bottom line. And, and, I mean, you could fucking disagree with that. I could be the asshole in this situation that that's fucking happy that he's dying. But I'm also the guy you won't find punching a woman in the face. So, I mean, you, you could kind of, like, choose your battles on that. You can figure out, am, am I a complete fucking asshole or is the guy that punches women in the face but thinks that, like, that we should fucking overlook that? Like, he's a guy who's willing to forgive and forget, but will also punch a woman in the face over money. You know, like, so which, which would you side with? I, I'm, not a, I'm not a woman beater, so I'm not, I, I don't quite understand that lifestyle, and I'm not really looking to give forgiveness. It, it's not my... I, I have no reason to do that. I'm able to separate the two, but not in a way where I'm going to fucking cheer for him and, and chant his fucking name. That's never going to happen. And I'm glad Schlack broke his fucking face because he has no business in there. You look like an old fucking feeble man who's dying, and he is. You know, and I guess, you know, in some aspect, that that's cool for Schlack to, you know, be the guy's last fucking match and... You know, I, I mean, again, it would have been nice to see Necro in his in his prime versus a Schlack or, or a guy like that. But you don't get that, you know, and it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, that that's just my overall thoughts on that. As far as people raising money for it and stuff like that, and people are like, I can't wait for the – get the fuck out of here. I don't respect you. I, I don't really give a shit whether, uh, you know, this means something to you or not. It's it just overall, like – 
It, it doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. And, and it really shouldn't. It shouldn't to most people. But again, when when the wrestling business and uh, wrestling fandom is just void of all morals, I, I don't have a problem with walking away. I'm happy walking away. I'm proud walking away from something like that. You know, if you see a bunch of people who have made excuses for animal abuse and women abuse, uh, women being beaten and fucking racism and fucking drug abuse and, and everybody's just kind of cool with it. And like, yeah, but nah, he's a really cool dude. And like, no, nah, I'm all set, guys. It's it's fine. You know, I'm not a perfect guy. You know, I'm not um, a flawless human. I don't think anyone is. But there's some big fucking, like, lines in the sand that I draw that's like, yeah, man, you're abusing animals or you're beating women or, you know. There's just shit I just, I'm all set. I I really don't need to fucking make excuses or exemptions for people. For what? Um, so that's that. Um... Ian, uh, yeah, Ian, uh, you know, quit and came back and quit and came back again. So, uh, I guess he's, he's back. Um, the Eminem album dropped, um, I don't know. I, I, I didn't like it. I, I kind of skimmed it. Um, when I did skim it, I can't say that I was in the best mood at the time. So I don't know if I was open-minded completely, but I didn't, a lot of it, I didn't vibe with. I didn't like the flow of a lot of things. Um, what it is too, is like, M can rap his ass off. Anyone who says that he can't fucking rap is, is just being fucking biased. Um, whether the songs that he's putting out are, are for you or not, that's completely subjective. And I'm fine with that. I, Cause again, like a lot of this shit isn't for me either. Um, I did like a lot of tracks on that fucking, uh, whatever they called that, uh, Kamikaze. Was it Kamikaze? I think it was Kamikaze, but like he put out that last album wasn't really good. People got on his ass. Next thing you know, he dropped this as a response. Like, yeah, good. Fuck you. Here's my shit. And, and, um, and I haven't combed the whole album completely. There might be a song or two that I like on there and shit, but a lot of features. Um, and I really think M's style has conformed towards that different pace and that different flow that then he used to do. You know, if he if he got back to some of that, like, early M, just the pace, just the flow, get back to that fucking, you know, late 90s, early 2000 fucking M, to throw the same fucking uh, lyrical ability in there, but everything doesn't have to be, like, skippy and fast and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
so I, it's not for me. But I've heard worse, you know. Um, let's segue on it, man. Should we say? Yeah, we should probably segue on that because I mean, I don't think there's a better segue than that. So speaking of of white rappers, I mean, Brett Lauderdale. Brett Lauderdale. We might listen to this a couple times. Let me just let me just play it for you right off the fucking bat. We got London on the train. Yeah, man. See, I finished my fucking meeting. To the next with Brett. I count six. Desert Eagle, Desert Eagle. I got one in the whip. Hold up. Um. I don't know if y'all ready for what the fuck's about to happen, like in your in your headphones or however you're listening to this. I I, I don't really know how to prepare you guys for this. My, I mean, my condolences, like pre condolences, I guess. Um. I mean, let's let's just try this again. We got London on the train. Whoa, no train. Yeah, man. See, I my Desert Eagle, Desert Eagle, I got one in the whip. If I see Darren Wilson, empty the whole clip. 12 shots, 12 shots. Four from behind. I mean, the thing is, is, like, I don't know if this is like Nick Gage has convinced motherfuckers that they're in a gang. And they just, you know, and if anyone's going to be convinced, it's going to be this fucking guy. And now he's like right off the bat threatening motherfuckers with a desert eagle. And he's got one in a clip and he's going to unload it on motherfuckers. Who the fuck does Brett Lauderdale think he is? What fucking world is he in that he thinks this is reality? Or that he could be fucking saying, yo, alright, you know what? Like, we got to do this again. We got London on the train. Whoa, no train. Yeah, man, see, I finished my fucking meeting. To the next one. Brent. I count six. Desert Eagle, Desert Eagle. I got one in the whip. If I see Darren Wilson, empty the whole clip. 12 shots, 12 Not shots. Really Four true. from behind. Now that bitch is dead. Until the end of time. Trayvon, Eric Garner. Innocent Mike Brown. Rest in peace forever. Jonan got a frown. You're gonna be remembered. Memories last forever. Think someone missed Joe? Nah, never. Dick Cheney, Mitt Romney, all money you salute. See them on the street to catch a nigga's gonna shoot. All money, all money. Oh. Bodies on the floor. Mitt Romney, Dick Cheney, now you motherfuckers for. Like Waka Flocka, I go hard in the paint. Hit your mom with my dick and I choke her till she faint. Oh hell, Michelle, and Barack Obama save our country from despair. Conservative drama. Mike Brown, you my boy. Love you in the streets. Hands up, don't shoot. Tell them pigs in the feet. El Shepard on the mic. He chilling on the beach. That shit with Mayor Romney was a motherfucking reach. Air Garner, rest in peace. New York City, more jalous. We celebrate your member gold. Keep it going, floss. Jonan, you a faggot. You a racist in your week. Air Garner, New York legend. We are screaming, I can't breathe. Yeah, I grand hustle, young group my homie me. 
send it to your dome and your head gonna leak. From our years of Obama, it's what we all need. Snoring coke in the Oval Office, smoking on that weed. You bow to his feet, he's a motherfucking king. Like my nigga Rick Ross eating lemon pepper wings. Say you hate gay pride? You got something to hide? Your face fucking ugly, you need to wash it with some tie. You a fag, you a fag, mid Ronnie son take. Slit your fucking throat, put your head in a bag. We miss you, Trayvon, and we'll never forget. A day George Zimmerman will one day regret when he's on the wrong block, he's a motherfucking cheat. Gun control, one day be laying in the street. You hate on young thugs, you hate on young Quan, cause they got sex and money, or you gotta save them bonds. So I got your dream girl, I got your dream lady, throw her legs in the air while she's screaming at me a baby. I got what you want, I got what you need, my dick and Sarah Palin's mouth, that's what I'm gonna feed. Will you in your mom's basement watching interracial porn? No girls all lonely, but you were never born. Joe, I can't wait to meet your mom and give her my seed. Her all busted pussy, that's the shit a nigga need in the back of the Mercedes. I wave a magic wand, introduce her to my nigga, his name is Tommy Quan. That's her the young thug, a bay gon' hit it. Wear her ass out till Tommy says quit it. MPA, YSL, rich gang, cash money. Killing white America, that shit is so funny. I salute you, young thug, you my motherfucking bae. Kings of this game from forever to today. Joe Nan, you a pussy, you a motherfucking mark. Chase out stuff from MSG to Central Park. You need an autograph? Joe, for you one day I'll sign. Rich gang and black power until the end of time. Mike Brown, we love you. Rest in peace forever. Trayvon, we love you. Yo, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Brett Lauderdale, and I, you know, I, I've disliked this guy for a long fucking time. He's the type of motherfucker that, like, should just be beat up every single day by his mailman, like clockwork. Like, he should just, like, oh, time to go get the mail, and dude should just hop out of that little fucking that little sliding door. And just knock the shit out of this dude at least one time. Like, he don't got to waste a lot of energy because he knows he's going to have to do it again the next day. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to be like, all right, oh, got a package for this guy. Another one of those uh, fucking, uh, another flyer from fucking shop, right? Oh, it's Lauderdale's house. Let me get the little door open. Wham! You know, hit this motherfucker like, huh? Yeah, he's got like a fucking nice little uh, little thing of ice to ice his hand after he leaves Lauderdale's house on a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, like, he, he just got it all figured out. Just, like, starts fucking, like, warming his shoulder up, like, the block before Lauderdale's house and shit. And then when he turns on the block, just like, oh, here we go. You know, cracks his neck real quick. Just hops out, fucking beats the shit out of the... I mean, he's he's a fucking clown. Who the fuck told this fat little drug addict that he can rap? Who the fuck told him that shit? Y'all motherfuckers lied to him. Worse than he lied to Danny DeMano about their partnership, which is what I put online and shit. And um, I just thought that was funny because, you know, I, I've been calling this dude a fucking weasel for a long fucking time. And that's the thing that, you know, um, like me and Danny DeMano didn't get along and shit. We had our, you know, our uh, our issue. But um, when the whole shit got together with Danny DeMano kind of... um. I don't want to say inherited, but, like, he was in with Ricky 
and they did the fucking Ricky O, and they did the whole fucking uh, JCW to GCW crossover thing. And Danny DeMano was heavily, heavily involved. I mean, far more so before any Brett Lauderdale came into to play. At some point or another, it became a partnership, Brett Lauderdale, Danny DeMano. From what I had heard, um, a lot of the paperwork for some tax purposes of some sort went into uh, Brett Lauderdale's name. But then as time went on, shit kind of went Brett's way, and Danny ended up shoved the fuck out the door, which, to be honest with you, was a door that I don't think Lauderdale would have had without DeMano's fucking help to begin with. So whether, you know, Brett did all the work along the way or not, you know, it, it, it still wound up where, like, you know, motherfuckers are partners, next thing you know, it's, it's cutthroat, get the fuck out of here type shit. So, um, but that's, that's him. That's, I, if anybody would have told me, like, you know, again, fucking, when the whole GCW thing started, if fucking, who the fuck am I, but if Danny DeMano fucking hit me up and was like, dude, I'm about to go into business with Brett Lauderdale. I would have been like, whoa, bro. This dude's been punched by more wrestlers outside of the fucking ring backstage than than probably any ref in the history of fucking wrestling. Like, this dude gets under people's fucking skin, and, like, there's a reason for it. Like, this this is not a good dude. This isn't a, a dude that that anybody would fucking vouch for that's been around him for any length of time. So he might be telling you some shit that makes it sound good right now, but he's a dirty little fucking weasel. He always has been. And at the time, you know, a guy like Danny DeMotto would be like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You're just a fucking fan. Okay. You see down the road is exactly what the fuck I would have been warning against because this is the fucking guy he is. Now this guy, he's running a fucking for the culture show. I repeat that. Brett Lauderdale is running a for the culture show, which is just like an all black wrestling show on WrestleMania weekend. Oh, he's also running uh, Effie's big gay fucking show. So he's just picking every single group he can and trying to take the money from those groups like he's a big fucking supporter of this or that. You heard this fucking bullshit track he just put down. This motherfucker is that delusional that he thinks that's that's what he's allowed to do. You know, and again, like, dude, I you know, I, I work at fucking, I work with animals, I got three kids, I'm living a different life now. The cats I used to hang out with in Newark and shit like this, uh, if I played that fucking track, for any one of these cats and then showed up with Brett and turned to them and said, yeah, this is the guy from the song. They would have never stopped punching him. They would have beat him for the next five fucking years. Like he's talking about four more years of Obama. They would have beat him until the new president showed up. Yeah. I mean, you understand like that shit isn't okay. That shit isn't a right in the hood. I'm not, I'm not offended in a way like, oh my God, he said a word I didn't like, but there ain't shit cool about you, you fat little bastard. I I don't understand what the fuck goes through your head or who's gassing you to fuck up 
there's too many wrestlers around this fucking dude. This is that fantasy wrestling world. This big stupid ass sorority that you guys all put together and you pat each other on the back and you go, yeah, yeah, nah, 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 nah. It sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah, you're cool. You're super cool and shit. And then when motherfuckers leave, they all talk shit about each other. But all of that talk in front, all that smile, handshake, pat on the back shit, that makes motherfuckers believe their own hype. And that's that's the shit I can't live around that delusion. Just even as a fan, it bothers me to even be around it as a fan to go like, man, this shit is insulting to my fucking intelligence. Just just to have to play along with this whole charade and watching how motherfuckers are are, are smiling in, in people's faces and laughing behind their fucking backs and 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 just the you know, the fake portrayal of different things and, you know, fucking David Starr. We'll talk about that asshole in a minute too. But like, um, David Starr walked around with a black lives matter on his fucking trunks. What the fuck? What the fuck is going on? What? Like, this is what I mean. Like motherfuckers are, are, are unbelievably fake. Yeah, I mean, like, when I lived up north, too, like, I was trying to find out, you know, I was trying to really find a fucking, uh, an avenue for me, and it wasn't until, I gotta be honest with you, it wasn't until my fucking 30s that I really found myself to what the fuck I really am, and every bit of, you know, who I am, and, and I'm 100% proud of, of what I do now, you know, and, and the different things I've accomplished athletically, um, and, and most importantly with my animals. I've saved countless fucking lives. Nobody could take that shit from me. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. These they, There's cats that have been 100% saved. And, I mean, 18 fucking years, I saved cats fucking that have passed of natural causes. But lived the rest of their life fucking happy after being adopted. After I put them in a better situation to go home and, and live that fucking life in a home as part of a family that they never would have gotten the opportunity to. So those are things that that I, I can hang my fucking hat on. I'm proud of that, you know. But the things that I've done before that and, and the, the things that I've represented or portrayed before that, I'm not necessarily proud of. It's part of my fucking life. But, yeah, like, I, I went years where I was a fucking rapper, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Up north. And, um, yeah, man, I... I can tell you I had a lot more fucking ability than this little fucking retard, but I I, I also, you know, I, I could acknowledge this motherfucker being like a 40-year-old man and go, what the fuck is even going on? What What's going through this little cocksucker's mind? Like, who the fuck is he allowed to do that shit around and, and, and walk away? Like, I don't, I don't understand, you know? It's, it's crazy, man. When I was 18 years old, I had fucking gold fronts, fucking big-ass herringbone with a fucking weed leaf on it. I, you know, I, I was up to the dumb shit, but I was a fucking, I was a jerk-off kid. And, and now, you know, okay, I'm, I'm more fucking aware of who the fuck I really am. But what the fuck is this guy up to? And why is nobody fucking stopping him? Everybody on that For the Culture show should cancel. Every fucking body. They should leave Brett Lauderdale standing there in the middle of the fucking ring going, yeah, guys, uh, I know this is supposed to be for the culture show, but unfortunately, 
all of that culture didn't show up today. They heard my fucking, uh, my woke rap, you know, where I dropped a bunch of N-bombs and, and acted like I'm that guy. And they decided that this isn't for the culture at all. This is for fucking assholes who believe their own fucking hype. And, you know, so um, I did get a bunch of assholes, though. So, I mean, there's that. You know, I got David Starr. So he's he's here to perform. Um, it's, it's just fucking it, it's just fucking crazy. I don't even understand. I, I don't I don't understand. But this is the type of shit that flies. Yeah, you know I mean this is the type of shit that flies these days. So they just keep it rolling. I heard uh Lousy had um fucking forty, fifty people in attendance tonight at the on point wrestling show. It this is this is some shit that should have been wrapped up a long fucking time ago though. Lousy's not a good promoter. He's just not. Lousy got whatever houses he got that were anyway decent from fucking Tremont being part. Tremont being down with it. And half the time getting fucking brother prices from the fucking wrestlers because they're doing Tremont a fucking favor. When it comes back to fucking Loudy and fucking On Point and this and that and emotionally invested. Nobody's emotionally invested. You're getting motherfuckers like Low Life Louie and this guy who just does it for the love of the fucking just doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you're not you're not getting fucking people who, who are blowing the fucking doors off of everywhere else. You know, you're just not. And if you do, you get them for a month. The fans are like, "Holy oh, shit, that match with that guy was fucking awesome." And they're like, "Yeah, don't don't expect them next month. We can't afford that every month." It's like, "Well, shit, that that was the selling point." Yeah, I know, but just I mean, emotionally invest. We got something else. We get Drew Blood still wrestling. Get the fuck out of here with the Drew Blood. There's a reason why ninety percent of the people on the fucking on point shows aren't booked anywhere else that matters. Not because he he's got some undiscovered fucking secret. It's because it's it's garbage. It's shindy. But you know, I mean that that's what it is. And that's that's that deserving forty, fifty people. Lousy's a nice guy. But nice don't fucking draw fucking talent. Nice don't draw fucking houses. It doesn't it doesn't present fucking uh and, and here's a good fucking example of that. I don't think fucking Danny DeMano's a nice guy, but he puts on a fucking great show when he books the fucking card. He seems to know how to book a fucking card, but I don't think he's a nice guy. So, so a lot of this, you know, oh, well, they're a nice guy. They're, yeah, well, they're, he's a terrible wrestler. Or, you know, he's a nice guy. Okay, but he books a terrible fucking show. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, you know I mean, but it, but if fucking uh, a jerk off is going to put fucking Takeda and Loki in a fucking ring, well, then guess what? I'm watching the jerk off show. That's what I'm doing. I'm not watching the fucking Effie jerk-off show. That's for some other jerk-off, you know? That's for some other jerk-off that literally wants to jerk-off. That's not That's not for me. That, that's a whole different type of fucking thing there. But if somebody's going to take fucking Chris Dickinson and book him against the baddest motherfuckers on the planet, you got my fucking attention. They're going to put Killer Cross in there with whoever the fuck... 
and and have fucking wars. That you got my attention. When Dan Moff was available on the fucking indies and you were putting him in there with those guys, you got my attention. But that's it's that's it's not for me. That's why I, I keep explaining. I, I don't know how else to put it. Um. Um. So fucking James Strickland or Isaiah Swerve Scott put up a shirt today, and uh, it. It looks like his name is spelled out in jizz. That that's what it looks like. It, it's like dripping white, and it says Isaiah Swerve Scott with a star as the Owen Scott. Um. So I think he should go by like Isaiah Skeet Scott. Yeah, I mean, if if this is the shirt that we're gonna roll, if this is gonna be the logo, um. It's just it's fucking crazy. Uh, David Starr, um. You know, he's been posting all sorts of wild shit about, um, you know, the guy's not getting paid and this and that and all these different fucking things and, you know, burying ROH and burying Gabe and burying this. Well, Gabe finally struck back and he, he fucking gotten in uh, Max's ass on the fucking uh, the Twitter. So good for him because more people and, and I'm glad to. That, like, he fucking really pointed out how disrespectful and terrible that that fucking uh, selfie in front of the um, Holocaust Memorial was. Because him with the fucking tears and the selfie in front of that shit is disrespectful. It's not honoring the fallen fucking people. It's fucking making something about you. Look at me being sad in front of this thing. You're a jerk-off. You've always been a jerk-off. And it it seemed like instead of... And the thing is, is like... David Starr used to be pretty fucking cool with me. Um, And I guess it's just like his true colors eventually came out. And those colors are fucking whack. Um, Because, I mean... he, He fucking hit me up... To come on my show. Like, he, he fucking hit me up and was like, yo, me and Swerve listen to your show every week. And, like, he came up to me at um TOD. I think it was the one where him and fucking um, JT Dunn were carrying around the DJ thing. And I think that was the one. I could be wrong. But I, I think that was the one. And... He fucking, he came up to me and he's like, yeah, man, like me and Swerve listen to your show every week, like together, like, you know, I go over his house or whatever the fuck and we listen to it. It's fucking great. And yeah, I want to come on or whatever. And I, you know, I had him on, we did the interview and this and this. And, um, you know, and then like he hit me up again and was like, dude, like, I I just want to come on to just like just kind of hang out while you do like your normal shows. Not like not even interview, just like just hang on the show. And I did at least one of those with him. And I did at least one of those with, with Shane too. And Shane, I, I, again, like take nothing away from, um, my actual respect for Shane and what he's accomplished in his fucking, in his career. And the fact that he's on NXT and, and killing it because, um, he's a dude that I liked a lot. And I had like great conversation with him and, and I really liked him. Yeah. I mean, 
And I don't watch the product now to, to really say like, yeah, I like what he's doing right now. I see that he's in, in pictures. I can see that he's like feuding or fighting or tagging with Leo Rush. I think they've tagged, they've fought, they've, you know, whatever. But um, so, so great. I'm sure they're out there tearing it the fuck up. And I hope they get some real, you know, big, big stage shit, you know? Well, those those takeover shows or something really get the chance to just completely tear it down because I'm they're going to. I mean, these guys are very talented. Um, Leo Rush, I think, is a jerk off, you know. But Shane Strickland has always been nothing but nice to me, you know. Um, so uh, that that's just kind of where I'm at there with that. But um, yeah, David Starr, like it's weird because again, like you know that anybody listening to me is not that politically correct. Anybody that's down with my show on a regular fucking basis is not super fucking sensitive because if you are, my show's fucking terrible to you. You know what I mean? My, there's no way that the show that I do is like fucking making you feel good. If you're really sensitive about a lot of different things, cause I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not that guy. Um, so you could tell that a lot of things changed with that guy, and I don't know what the turning point was, but he's always been very athletically talented. He was a great fucking wrestler almost right from the start. And him and fucking JT Dunn did great tag shit together. Um, you know, he, he had some great fucking matches with a lot of different guys. But at some point or another, he just started to lean on this fucking weird agenda-based bullshit. And I don't know what made him do that. I, I I always wonder when a guy doesn't need to do something and then he does anyway, you know, for a while. And I guess I was naive, but for a while, I thought that of Teddy Hart. Why is he doing these things? Why is he doing these gimmicky things? Why is he involving animals? Why is he doing this? Why is he, he doesn't need to do that. He's talented, this and that. Um, over time of really focusing on what Teddy's doing, he's not nearly as talented as he's made out to be. A lot of his shit is a big fucking smoke and mirrors. There's a lot of flash and a lot of flair and a lot of, um, gimmick and a lot of, uh, you know, brightening things up when it comes down to the actual match and what he puts down, it's not all that great. He was led to a very, very memorable historical indie match with Homicide, who's one of the best in the fucking business and can easily carry a guy to a well-worked fucking match. He was also in a very good match, street fight, with Trent Acid, who, again, was well fucking capable of carrying a match. Joey Janela had a great match with him. Other than those matches, you can only point to spot fest with Teddy Hart. Anyone could just keep doing moves. Now, he executes moves pretty well, although the, most of the Canadian destroyers he does are fucking terrible. Terrible, where the guy lands almost on top of him, like he doesn't get him all the way over. I don't know what the fuck goes on there because I'm not a wrestler. I just know visibly, as a fucking fan, it looks like shit. Um, it's also crazy that like, that was a Petey Williams thing. I know he'll probably tell you like, Oh, I actually invented it and gave it to Petey, but like Petey always nailed it. And that was his boy. And then, uh, at some point they stopped fucking hanging out. Cause you don't see them around each other. Like ever. It, you almost don't even remember that it was him and Jack and, and Petey that all came up together. You know, at least showed up on the indie scene at the same time. 
you know, they were running that three way and running the Teddy versus Jack thing. Well, Jack left the goddamn country to get away from this fucking guy, you know. He stayed fucking far away from him for a while, but uh, you know, they're they're buddies, whatever. But um But yeah, um most of his, his shit is just move after move after move. He can do his shit out of a moonsault. Um, all that submission-based shit that he does looks terrible. He has no ability to transition. He could say all this, oh, in the dungeon and all that. He's he's fucking retarded uh, on very many levels. But again, um, I was sidetracked a bit because, you know, fucking talking about this asshole does. But, um, yeah, David Starr, I, I, I legitimately don't understand with him because he can legitimately wrestle. He can actually carry a match. He can go with guys who can actually wrestle and and I've seen him go back and forth and have long ass matches with with some of these guys. I don't know why he's using this as a crutch. I I don't I don't know what drives him in that direction, but he's he's fucked himself out of every opportunity he'll ever get. No one wants that headache. The WWE is not going to take that headache. AEW, who's trying to please every fucking group and sensitive fucking uh, agenda and all of that, they don't want any part of that. So you know you fucked up when they're trying to be sensitive towards everybody's feelings and you swear to be, you know, some kind of martyr or, you know, um, you know, you claim to be like a civil rights act activist and, and they're still looking at you and going, yeah, no thanks, though. You know, you, you fucking stood out against Ring of Honor, so that's done. Nothing involving Gabe, so all of that shit's done. Germany and Europe seems to like you, so, I mean, at this point, you might as well just move the fuck over there and start new, because you seem to have a big problem with the way America runs. Um, I, I don't know, it's just fucking, it's very strange to me. It just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. But I'm glad, you know, guys who are in the fucking business, who who have done, you know, business deals with so many different people and have legitimate fucking um, track records, whether people like Gabe or not, you know, there's a lot of bad that I've heard about him and everything else, but the dude has successfully run fucking companies ex- and successfully existed in the wrestling business for long enough to go like, yeah, here's the real story on what the fuck goes on there. Because a lot of the unpaid shit that they were talking about with Gabe was like, yeah, no, I... I give showcases to guys who I, I think can do well, and I don't pay those guys, but I'm giving them showcases. And I could take those matches off the card altogether, but I'd rather showcase some guys that I think may be able to um, show promise and impress. And if they do impress, then they move on to the paid portion of the show, and then, then they do get paid, or they get picked up by somebody else based on the showcase. But if that's so offensive that I'm even doing this to help guys out, then you know what? Fuck you. I can... I could knock that whole fucking uh, pre pre show match off the show if that's the case, but uh, that that's kind of how he explained it. But um, you know the tweets are all out there. I'm not trying to read transcripts or anything like that on the show. Um, let me see. Tessa Blanchard winning the Impact title. Um, now the Tessa Blanchard shit to me is fucking wild because. You know, it, it came out like she had posted some shit like, yeah, we need to support each other and this and that. And Allison Kay and a couple other people had popped up and was like, oh, support each other, huh? Remember when you split a black woman's face and threw an M-bomb at her and shit? 
um, was that supporting somebody? And then other people came out and was like, yeah, like you've been nothing but a piece of shit and a bully and everything else in the locker room. And uh, was that supporting everybody? So, you know, some people have like come out to defend her and stuff like that. Like Tommy Dreamer, I don't know what the fuck authority he would have as far as how she treats other women because um, he's fucking the furthest thing from another woman. Um, although it's 2019, you know, he could be a Tammy Dreamer before we fucking know it. You just have to respect it. Like, it's Tammy Dreamer now. Like, all right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the fuck he would know about that. Like, he, he's, she's respectful towards him and, and, and I, I don't know. Um, but you know, it, it seemingly she's she's getting called out on behavior that she wasn't so fucking great, um, backstage or respectful wise or whatever the case is. Um, she didn't even deny it really, um, for the most part. When she when she won the the world title, or the whatever the fuck I think it's a, the world title, right? Uh, TNA. She beat Sammy Callahan, who, by the way, Sammy Callahan, um, on the heels of this fucking thing where she supposedly spit at a black woman and and said some shit to her, well, Sammy Callahan's the same one that spit in the face of Jim Cornette because he said that um, Sonny Kiss looks like he, he worked a drag show at the Tropicana or something, and that was so hateful and so biased and... and so bigoted that he he had to see him and spit in his face where on the other side of things these accusations against Tessa Sammy puts her over so what you know it's just case by case basis you know that that's kind of how it seems to go um you know so i don't know but she kind of just said like when she won the fucking title, like people have said things about me and like, I don't care. I'm just like, well, you don't care. I mean, is it, is it not true or you just don't care whether they like it or not? You know, I don't fully buy her shit. I think she's really been, um, like one of these entitled people, you know, she was obviously born into a very famous wrestling family and everything. She's very athletically talented. She's one of the best female wrestlers in the business, hands down that a lot of times brings a lot of entitlement. So do I doubt that she might be a shithead person? Not at all, especially in a wrestling business where 90% of them are shithead people. So she'll thrive in the business. That is fucking disgusting. You know what I mean? That's uh, that's fine. Um, as far as the business goes, that's fine. Um, so I don't know. I The whole thing is kind of wild. She's since put out a statement saying that it never happened. And then another, there was another statement saying that uh, they worked out their differences, the, the woman that she supposedly said that to. So it's like, but there were differences, but then it never happened. So then I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to think about all that. Um, uh, Jeffrey Sand wants to know, uh, did Chiefs come back and how good Mahomes is? Um, Mahomes, who, who looks like Darlene from, um, Roseanne and, and eats fucking ketchup on macaroni and cheese. I, I just like, I don't know what to do with that. You know, I, I can't, I can't ride with that. Um, I, I like his fucking, his play is amazing. Uh, his ability out there is fucking, is really special. Um, I'm glad he was able to come back from that injury. 
you know, and, and play as well as he has. Cause he's, he's one of those really fun, exciting fucking players to watch. He could throw the ball fucking 80 yards. He, he could run scramble. He's another one of these, you know, Russell Wilson type, get out of the way, make some shit happen downfield guys. Um, man, I, the fucking Texans, I, I had the fucking parlay and the fucking chiefs were favored by 10 points, nine and a half. And I was like, you know what? I think this is going to be competitive. I don't think that the fucking, the, the chiefs blow out the Texans. I, I think the chiefs win. But I don't think they blow out the Texans because, you know, it's it's the playoffs. And fucking the Texans have played really tough football. Uh, Deshaun Watson is an absolute fucking star. Um, I, th- I think he's going to be good for years to come. Um, you know, if guys like him, Lamar Jackson, who I don't think is going to stay injury-free, and... Patrick Mahomes, these guys stay injury free. Um, they're going to be some of those mobile quarterbacks. They're going to take that position to a new level as far as mobility and ability to throw. Cause all three of those have a fucking arm on them as, as well as throwing. They're not just, you know, your RG threes and your Colin Kaepernick's that are really relying on that running ability. They really, really can fucking throw the ball. Again, Lamar Jackson, I think, is going to be exposed a lot more next year. I think he's going to get blown the fuck up. And if he doesn't learn to get down or get out, he's going to get hurt. No question about it. He's doing too much spinning in the middle of the field and shit. And, like, he's not exempt from rules of bigger defensive guys fucking hitting you hard. And you catching injuries. It's, it's just going to happen. He plays very stupid. He, he plays dumb football. Um and, yeah, I mean, he, he got lit the fuck up against uh, Tennessee. Nobody saw that shit coming. I mean, fuck, man. They got blown the fuck out. They were the team to blow everybody out. They were the team to fucking to beat, right? They were the fucking Super Bowl champions as far as everyone was concerned. It didn't matter what the fuck we did. It, 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 was, um, it was a foregone conclusion that the fucking Ravens were going to win. Who's beating the fucking Ravens? I mean, they beat us once. Clearly, they beat us again. Well, they're gone now. They're they're all gone now. Um, So, yeah. um, I don't know. Like, I I mean, I guess we could just go into the fucking full football thing because I'm already talking about it. So, you know what? Everybody has slept on us all fucking year. From the beginning of the year, there were people saying that we were three and thirteen. Uh, the legend, well, not legendary, but uh, this shit has been must have been on the fucking bulletin board in the in the Niners locker room. That guy that called us three and thirteen and had all the wins and losses marked off, the very few wins, and we went thirteen and three. We flipped that fucking number and went 13 and three when people called us three and 13 people looked at Jimmy's contract and said, you're giving him way too much money. He's a bust. He's not going to fucking, he's not going to do anything. You guys are wasting your fucking money. He's not going to be anything. The dude is now 21 and five as a starter. 
You look at his numbers up against Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, those type of guys to say that, oh, he needs to be better, he needs to be better. His passer rating, his yardage, his touchdowns, his interceptions, all that shit is either equal or better than these legendary fucking quarterbacks. Now, I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that, oh, well, Jimmy's clearly as good as Tom Brady or he's clearly as good as Peyton Manning. I'm not saying that by any stretch, but at this point in his career and this point in the amount of starts that he has logged in the books, they're comparable. They're comparable numbers. I mean, he has a hell of a fucking road to travel to hit their long-term numbers. But as far as where he's at right now, to call him a weak link or consider him to need to be better is fucking delusional. Look at his fucking numbers and put them up against other guys' numbers in the first 20 starts of their fucking career. You're not, you're not getting it. You really need to fucking focus in a little better if you're seeing giant flaws because he's throwing a pick here and there. I, again, these other guys threw the same fucking picks and a few more. Um, you know, in their, in their first 20 starts, again, Brady threw more picks than Jimmy has. Straight up. So, I mean, let's let's chill the fuck out. But um, I said coming into the season, and look, I'm always biased. I'm always thinking very, very positively. But when we signed fucking D Ford and we drafted Nick Boza, and I already knew we had Buckner and Armstead on the inside of that fucking line, and then we added Quan Alexander. I knew we had a defense that was going to cause major fucking problems. And we fucking did. Big time. We looked insanely dominant to start the fucking season. And people went, oh, they got an easy schedule. They got an easy schedule. Meanwhile, the Patriots were beating the Dolphins, the Jets, the Redskins. And they were just being called Kings because they're the Patriots. We kept being told, you got the number two defense in the league. The Patriots got the number one defense in the league. You got an easy schedule, but, you know, you haven't proved anything. And then we'd beat a fucking team that was supposed to be really good. And they went, well, that team had a bad week. Not not that we had a good week or not that we showed what we're worth. Ah, you know, that other team just didn't play their best football. Ah, you know, well, you know, there was excuses every fucking turn, every turn. And we went 13 and three, all three of our losses came in the last 30 seconds of the game. We've never lost a game this year. That wasn't down to the wire. Period. And, um, that's, I mean, that's just major shit. And, and the majority of those losses, all those losses came without Quan Alexander on the field. Who's the energy of that defense. All those losses came without Quan Alexander on the field. Um, D Ford has been off the field for some of those games. D Ford's back. Quan Alexander, pectoral tear. Recovered back on the fucking field. Jaquaski Tart, who is the anchor at safety of our fucking secondary. 
and guys are getting exposed back there when Jaquaski Tart's not back there to do his job. Last week, we played the Vikings. We had analysts all over the fucking place picking the fucking Vikings. Why? Because the Vikings beat the fucking Saints. And the Saints were the team that everybody said would beat the fucking Niners if it came down to the fucking NFC Championship game. Well, guess what? The Saints are fucking gone. We played the Vikings. The Vikings, we had Witherspoon back there at corner. And he's he's a weak spot. Like, he's not... He he's not a strongest guy one on one. We got Mosley, and when Mosley's in the game, he plays a lot better ball than Witherspoon does. We put in Witherspoon as the starter, despite a lot of people thinking that wasn't the best option. He got burnt on a touchdown. They switched him out to Mosley, and the Vikings never got in the fucking end zone again, all day long. They kicked one field goal all day long. So that's the defense that's going. Fucking tomorrow, that's the defense that's going to see Aaron Rodgers. And when we beat Aaron Rodgers, we didn't have fucking D Ford. We didn't have Quan Alexander. And we beat them 37 to 8. I'm not saying that that's the type of shit we're going to do to them tomorrow. I'm saying that's, that's, that's numbers we put up with less guys. We, we, we had less star power on the fucking field, and we put up those fucking numbers. So, it's going to be a motherfucker. And, and, and offensively, we got three fucking running backs. We, we, we got Coleman, Mostert, and Breida, all very good running backs. We got the best fullback in the game in Juszczyk. We got the best tight end in the game in George Kittle. Debo Samuel has been a beast on the fucking receiving core. He's good out of the backfield on trick reverse plays. This guy's good on screens. He's good down the field. He's a fucking animal. He's like another Steve Smith Sr. And then we got fucking Emmanuel Sanders, the vet, creating fucking things. We got Kendrick Bourne, who comes through in the fucking clutch on a lot of big fucking plays. And we got Jimmy G, man, who is out there balling. He'll throw a pick in the next fucking drive. He'll fucking score. You know? This is this is what we bring to the fucking table tomorrow. And, and on the defensive side, don't forget, we got Richard Sherman. Holding the fucking, holding down half of that fucking field. You don't throw to his side. You, you threw to his side last week, guess what? Went back to the fucking house. Well, he didn't, he didn't return it, but, you know, he picked that shit off. Richard Sherman is still fucking dominant. We signed him with a contract full of incentives, and he's reached his fucking bonuses. He's hit a lot of these fucking bonuses because he earned what the fuck he went out there and got. He, he did exactly what the fuck would get him paid, and that was perform. You know, he bet on himself, and he's fucking winning. We are two games away from being fucking Super Bowl champions. I could not be more excited. You got to understand, this shit is major to me. This is this means more to me than any kind of fucking wrestling, anything you could talk to me about. I'm a diehard fucking Niner fan. Well, I mean, this this is major shit to me. Tomorrow night, I, I am fucking hyped out of my fucking mind. 
screaming at my fucking TV. This this is this is the big fucking day. Until the next one, and I hope we get a next one. And you know, from there, I mean, it's 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 big shit. And we'll talk about that if we get through tomorrow. Tomorrow is the uh, the big test, the big fucking dance that could lead to the biggest of all of them all. Quest for six. So, um, Teddy Hart, right? Everybody wants to hear about Teddy Hart. Um, man, so I got a story. Um, for starters, Teddy, Teddy ducked the shit out of me. He wants no parts of me, which has become very, very obvious. Um, he, he addressed this fucking Nighthawk guy, you know, and he, he really like leaned into this whole Nighthawk thing and I said, you know, this shit sounded to me like he's responding to a fucking G.I. Joe fucking villain or something. You know, fucking Nighthawk. You're saying that I killed that girl and uh, it's not true. Not really true. You know, um, and, you know, all uh, credit to that dude, Merch, or whatever the fuck his name is. Because he really did get in Teddy's ass. Um, and, you know... He did his fucking thing on that. Um, I tried to hit him up just to just fucking make him aware of myself and what I've been doing as far as Teddy things because, like, you know, he's really invested in the Teddy Hart business, I guess you'd call it. And to know that there's a guy who's physically challenged Teddy Hart and put out, like, a legitimate fucking, like, you know, stance on the whole thing and... You know, and, and has a very big issue with a lot of things that Teddy does. And it, even a different direction than the things that he's talking about. Because he's talking about that girl that disappeared, which is, you know, a major fucking thing. And he poked a million holes in Teddy's fucking bullshit story. You know? And, um... When... I, you know, I hit him up and he just fucking no-sold me. You know what I mean? And, and I don't appreciate that at all. You know, because I'm not, I'm not one of these little jerk-off fucking podcasts. You know, he's given a lot of credit to my boys over there at the Wrestling Soup, which, you know, great for them and this and that. But, like, you know, to just fucking no-soul me like I didn't fucking, you know, even fucking hit him up. I, you know, I, I don't appreciate that. Um, I'm not, you know, one of these fucking fan dudes or, you know, like, oh, just trying to get on your radar merch. Uh, give a fuck merch, you know. But, like, you understand that Teddy's going for low-hanging fruit because he, he sees a guy like that and he goes, oh, that that's a guy I could fucking talk to a certain way. And even that, merch put him in his fucking place. You know, he he fucking got at him. And Teddy's all over the fucking place. And that's, here. here's another big fucking reason why Teddy wants no fucking part of me. Because he's talking to this dude that doesn't look physically imposing at all. And he's going like, oh yeah, like don't be a pussy, you know. I, I should be able to see your face on here and talk to you like a man. And so that way, like we can get together and hug and I'll buy you a meal and, you know, 
uh, you know, I'll send you home and you'll be wearing a new jacket and, and you'll think like, wow, I, I really came, I, I really uh, came to a, an agreement with a guy that I had a problem with and I called him out and we respect each other. And now we're friends forever. We're best friends for life. You know, we have matching charm bracelets and, 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 and now we can go to bat for each other. And then I'll watch, you'll watch matches with me of me. Like this is the type of shit Teddy Hart's on. Like, he doesn't have even the ability to get legitimately, like, yeah, like, this dude is accusing me of killing this fucking girl. And, like, I can't even be mad enough about it to just be like, fuck you, motherfucker. Like, you, you're on this shit like this. Like, he, he's so night and day. Like, he goes from, like, yeah, oh, oh, you done coke? Oh, I can't respect you. You're, you're a piece of shit then. And then next minute, he's like, so anyway, like, yeah, like, if you can come down here and we can hug and have a meal and maybe we'll eat in bed, you know, and, and we'll we'll spoon. And we'll watch my matches. You know what I mean? I'll bring my Bret Hart action figures, sit them on the nightstand while we spoon. You know, like, this dude is is on some real, like, fucking uh, borderline shit right there. So, um, it's just fucking, it's just madness. You know what I mean? But again, like, he's going for somebody like that. I don't want to fucking, I don't want to, like hug with you or fucking have a meal with you or anything like that. I want to knock the fucking sparkles off your head. I want to beat the shit out of you. That That's what I want, daddy. You know what I mean? I want to beat your fucking ass. And there's not a question in my mind that that's exactly what I, I would do like it. But I, again, I'm not Deadpool. I'm not running around just fighting people. I don't like and fucking going to get motherfuckers and shit like that. But I, again, in, in, in a, in a fucking, in a ring, in a fucking, um, a sanctioned event where, you know, there would be, uh, things would be handled in a professional manner and money would go to my fucking charity. Um, but again, Teddy's back on the shit already. Like he's on steroids again. And I could tell you that for this reason, not because he, he looks jacked or anything. Cause he fucking doesn't. But Maria's dumb. She's like really fucking stupid, like beyond fucking stupid. She blocked me on the uh, the Instagram, which um, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll get to in a second. But uh, on on the one video I watched, she goes, "Oh, look at your back. You're getting pimples on there. That was really fast. I can't believe that's happening already." Like. Well, you just fucking outlined what he just started doing and that, that he's already getting fucking back knee from the fucking shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, you leave that comment out, we don't know what the fuck he's doing. But you're so stupid that you put that shit out there and then, like, eh, yeah. You're fucking dumb. So, anyway, uh, yeah, I just, you know, certain, like, a lot of this shit just started to really anger me. Um, so I, like, I'm not watching as much Teddy Hart stuff, which I, I wound up getting more fucking immersed in this shit while having that same mindset, which I, you know, you'll, you'll see where we go in a minute. Um, so I, I just like, you know, again, he, he's fucking, he's ducking every fucking bit and, uh, 
So I started to get, like, fucking annoyed by it because, again, he's going for the low-hanging fruit. He's talking to Merch on a Nighthawk show and um, and not acknowledging me and blocking motherfuckers and all of this. And he, he even addressed on the one fucking thing on a whatever night fucking uh, uh, night, night thoughts with jerk off an asshole in the morning or whatever the fuck it's called uh, on the, uh, the, the fucking YouTube and it was like he he talks like very vaguely and um like passive aggressively about me like um cryptically so he's like yeah like there's a lot of people you know there there's like guys who talk shit on the internet and that's all they do is they just sit home and talk shit which like first off like if you've listened to any fucking thing I've said you know I don't just sit home I don't even have a lot of fucking time to be sitting home or doing computer stuff there's nothing fake or internet thug or any of that shit about me it's legitimate like a legitimate human being that wants to punch you in your fucking stupid face you know I I, I will fuck you the fuck up Teddy you know what I mean like those fucking lines on the back of your head from Zandig's fucking thing will be on the fucking canvas. Like it would be without a question. I'll stretch you the fuck out, dude. You're you're a clown. You're an absolute bozo. So um, he he says shit like that. He's like, and I think they have a bunch of different screen names. No, because other people have fucking sent the thing, the fucking fight poster thing to you. And retweeted it and sent it to you and keep fucking with you. Like, False Count Radio, my man Andrew keeps hitting you up. That's not me under a different name, motherfucker. That's another person because you're not answering me. You blocked me. Maria blocked me via your Twitter. So then again, like, I'm just getting annoyed by it. So then they put on this clown-ass fucking training. And Maria posts some shit like, we don't train for games. We train for life. And like, it's Teddy just doing some old bullshit flies. And, and I was just like, you know, Teddy's training is a complete joke. Um, he's an absolute fucking clown. And then she just fucking blocked me. I mean, which I knew I, I already knew. Cause it's like, I want to see less of this shit. You know, I, I've skipped, some of the fucking YouTube videos. I didn't watch their 40 minute boxing training where he punched her in the face. I saw the clip that somebody sent to me, but I didn't, I didn't watch 40 minutes of them fucking boxing training, which I don't know, just completely, uh, I I guess coincidental, right? Completely coincidental that suddenly we're boxing training, right? It's fun. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of fun guys suddenly start wearing the fucking boxing gym hat. Suddenly start fucking uh, shadow boxing or whatever the fuck that shit was in the car to Phil Collins song. Suddenly you're fucking boxing, training with Kenny down in fucking Florida. All this type of shit, yeah, I mean, suddenly came after I fucking laid down my fucking challenge, but nobody wants to fucking acknowledge it. It's all right. It's all right. I just, I, I just need you to know that, like, you're a fucking clown, and, and I'll just keep saying that as much as I can. On any avenue, I get to let you motherfuckers know what a goddamn joke you are and how I run fucking circles around both of your bullshit training. And and without fucking, without any kind of fucking steroids, which is fucking ridiculous for Maria at 22 fucking years old, but without any kind of fucking steroids or fucking testosterone or any of that type of shit, 
You guys can't hold a fucking candle to my fucking training at almost 42 years old, working six days a week. You're a fucking joke. So, um, I watched uh, one of the fucking things today, and he was doing, um, he was doing, like, just, just weirdo, like, Tourette's fucking training, where he's doing, like, a curl, and then, like, a shoulder press, and then, like, a lat lift, like, uh, like, like just just random and it, and it's not like in succession there's no like repetition to his reps you know what i mean like there's no structure to it there's no there's no rhyme or reason he's just going like left and right and it almost like he's like dancing with the fucking dancing without rhythm with 15 pound weights it's just like and he, and he's making all these fucking faces like he's dead serious so like yeah, you're going to get a little bit of a fucking pump or your your muscles might look a little bit fucking like something's going on there because you're on the shit. But you're not you're not actually building anything. You're not routinely training anything the right way. And Maria who like I I could swear had a good fucking routine down at some point, half reps every fucking thing. She's doing these dips where she barely bends her fucking she's like half bending her arms and doing these like little half dips. I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to build. And then Teddy's doing dips in a fucking restaurant. Looks like he just can't live without working out, but then he's in the fucking gym walking on a fucking treadmill doing bedazzling and shit like this. So is it is it all in or is it nothing at all? Is it is it just, you know, it's it's like everything else with Teddy. It's all just look at me. I'm here for the fucking attention. This is this, you know? And again, being completely fraudulent about fucking cat rescue and talking about uh, cat rescue and trying to get people on board and, and donate to the fucking thing. And dude, you don't have a fucking rescue. You've legitimately taken donations from fans on fucking camera for a rescue that doesn't exist. This is why I want to beat your fucking head. Not because you just act like a fucking clown all the time, but because you're misrepresenting animals in every way, shape, or form fucking possible. So, um, here comes, uh, here comes the other fucking, uh, side of things that I got fucking just kind of launched into, right? Double check one thing real quick. All right. So, I'm at the gym on Tuesday night and just to backtrack real quick, there was a chick who added me on Instagram who just like, you know, followed me on Instagram and my page is private. So like you got to ask to follow me or whatever. And I accepted it and I looked and it's like, it's not one of these porn chicks. And I'm like, oh, well, generally, like, any requests I get are from, like, you know, the fucking, I got a website, fucking sign up for the fucking uh, premium Snapchat, whatever the fuck. And I look, and it's not one of them. Like, she's into dancing. Not, like, stripper dancing, but, like, you know, like, fucking ballet dancing, whatever the fuck. So I just looked, and I, like, shrugged my shoulders. Like, all right, because I've started to do, like, a little bit more hashtagging. I'm trying to, at least, but I can't remember because it's just not, like, me to do it. Um, I probably did it like one time, but, um, like with the cat pictures. So I'm trying to like hashtag, you know, uh, you know, 
adopt on shop, shelter cat, fucking uh, cats of Instagram, all that shit. So I can get more followers. So then when I start doing my actual um, like cat advice videos and stuff, if I get a big following on Instagram, I'll have, um, you know, like something to help jumpstart it. So Ernie's just going to yell at the door now. So that's just like background, like in case you want to hear like cat, actual cats on the cat show. Um, he's there. He He's there for that. Yeah, I mean, so now the dog's in the room. So hopefully no UPS deliveries because then she'll make herself part of the show. You know, it, it's, it's a big fucking experience in my house because, you know, I'm really about this animal life. It's not just like throw an animal in the car and drive all over the fucking place with it. So anyway. So this chick ad is me, ad, uh, follows me, and um, like I said, I look at her page, and it's like not the norm or whatever, but I'm like, I don't know how she even fucking found me or who she is or whatever the fuck, but I don't, I don't pursue it. I just, okay, whatever, she's following me, fine. Kind of put it out of my mind, go about my business. So I'm in the fucking gym on Tuesday night. And I was just like, I was, I was in a bad mood to begin with. So I was just crushing it. I hit fucking 120 something thousand pounds that night. Um, uh, total, total weight moved and shit, like fucking really good for me. I, I was very, very happy with that number. It's, you know, about like two hours of fucking training, hit a bunch of shit. And, uh, yeah, I was, I was very happy with that output. So anyway, in between sets, I'm always looking at my phone and shit like that. And I, I suddenly get a message. Let me uh, see if I can pull up the exact fucking. Um, do, do, do. Let's see. So she says, "Hey, what exactly is your view on Teddy Hart? I know it's a bad one, which I couldn't agree with more, but I just want to know specifics. If you don't mind me asking, sorry to be so random." So I pretty much just, you know, responded with saying, you know, I worked with cats, have for 18 years. I'm very passionate about that. He's an animal abuser. I can go into great deal about everything. What's wrong with what he does and it enrages me. So she responds saying, I met him in the gym in 2017, actually. Uh, I met him in 2017, actually, at the gym. He was friend uh, and was friendly with him for a short period of time. He only had two cats da, 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 at the time. Uh... And then, uh, and then she said, I, I thought it'd be nice to have someone to talk to about this because what I'm seeing is sickening. So I just said, you know, all right, well, I do a podcast, advance warning. I speak very bluntly and curse a lot, but uh, I explained my feelings on this episode. And I went and I, I found the, um, it was called Not For Everyone, that episode where I challenged Teddy because I really laid out like, what I'm about animal wise and this and this and the things that really jumped out to me and what the problem was. So I, um, I outlined the whole fucking thing that, that I was about and that my thoughts on, on that, on that episode. So I figured this would be a very good way for her to like catch up on what I'm even talking about. Because again, I don't even know how the fuck she found me if it wasn't from hearing what I already felt about Teddy. Like, so the only thing I could think of is she maybe saw other people posting the fight poster thing that, that Sozio made on his Twitter and then saw my name and said, let me follow this guy on something and then followed me on the Instagram. That's the only thing I could even think of. Cause I'm still not even clear on that. So she's like, is it okay if I comment, you know, uh, like send you messages, like commenting as I listen. So I'm like, sure, whatever. So, 
again, we're talking back and forth, like, in between sets, and she's like, oh, you know, Maria's cat has a fucking ear like that, too. I don't know why. Like, you know, uh, he doesn't know what that, or she doesn't know what that is. And then, like, you know, ten minutes later, she's like, oh, you already knew about the ear. I just heard that, you know. So this is, like, the the type of thing I'm, uh, you know, I'm back and forth with her. At some point, she goes, um where do you, you know, where do you work? Because, you know, I had said I don't work in an animal shelter 18 years. So I told her. She quickly responds with, can I come there? I I want, you know, I want to, I want to come there. Like, so I'm like, yeah, whatever. I mean, dude, like, you know, we're open to the fucking public and I'd gladly show anybody what I do because fuck yeah, like, Hey, I'm real about what my shit is. This isn't like a facade or this isn't a charade. I, you know, I'm I'm really about this. Um, you know, and she's like, okay, great, yeah, like I'll I'll bring my mom because she knows a lot about this Teddy Hart thing too, and um, you know, like she, I feel like we'll have a lot to talk about. And I'm like, oh, okay, and like again, this is fucking strange, and then. The next thing you know, it's like, well, I'm going to come tomorrow. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, all right, cool. I mean, you know, look forward to meeting you guys and, you know. And she's like, well, you know, what time do you open? Like, we're open 12 to 5. And she's like, well, I work at 3 and I live like an hour and a half away in like Pennsylvania. And I'm like, well, I mean, dude, I mean, if your schedule doesn't allow you to show up, like that's cool like I don't like I don't fucking know you so this isn't like something that I'm really hinging anything on I'm not I'm not like dude like would you please you you know you gotta make it like fucking I I mean you're the one that's like wants to show up at my job so like I don't I don't have any fucking like ties to this so I'm like sure you know yeah it'd be great to meet you yeah come down and uh she's like well yeah like so like uh you know we open 12 to 5 so like I'll be there at 12 like shit like again like i never talked to this person ever before we talked back and forth real quick on some yeah teddy hart da, 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 da. yeah i had some history with teddy hart and then the next thing you know it's like i'll be at your work tomorrow and i'm going to drive over an hour to be there like whoa so now fucking legitimately this is what happens she shows up at my fucking job with her mother the next day. And I stand in my roaming area with my cats. And I talk to her and her mother for about an hour, hour and a half. About Teddy Hart. Um, I, I mean, you know, like, this shit is fucking crazy. And, like, I can tell you right off the start, like, this, like, she starts off saying, well, you know, I... I, I met him in the gym and he was hitting on me and I was talking to other guys and he kind of butted in and next thing you know, like, um, like he was trying to get with me, but I didn't want to be with him. But then I hung out with him to like, to try to help the cats and the, this and this. And I'm like, hey, you know, whatever. Like, again, I, I have no ties to this. This is just like, this is just information being thrown to, at me and stuff. I don't, I don't know these people for them to tell me a fucking thing, and they told me a lot. So then 
um, now they're they're here. That was her initial story. So then, then they're here, and she's going like, well, you know, I never hung out with him alone. I hung out with him with the mother, and the mother's like shot out of a cannon too. And she's telling me all this, you know, they talk very fast. And um, she's she's like, well, yeah, like, well, we would pick Teddy up from the airport and he would have us uh, drive this Cadillac that he had. And it was a piece of shit. And we'd have to drive this car and then find out that it's not even his car. So we would tell him, like, you know, this isn't even your car. And then the person who we borrowed it from was like, you know, where's my car? And, like, who's driving my car when you're not around? And it was like a whole fucking thing. And then they're they're talking about well, um, you know the house that's in the video where where the plants are and they're, and Maria was talking about I love this house and this and that she's like oh yeah that's such and such's house and that that's where he was living in the one room with the cats and it's a shithole it's disgusting da 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 I'm like oh Jesus Christ so like the more they're talking the more I'm like nah, you you guys spent a lot of fucking time around this guy this isn't like he just saw you in the gym was you know into you you weren't into him shit this is like. Y'all motherfuckers were, like, real fucking close with this dude, and shit, I don't know how anybody gets close with this dude, but sure enough, you know, um, so then it's like, yeah, we're picking him up from the airport in the car, and he's letting us use the car, you know, specifically to drive him around into this and this, and then, uh, talking about when they go to dinner, that fucking, they make him take his jewelry off, because they didn't want to be, like, a spectacle with all this shit, and then, uh, you know, then she's, she's like, she's really leaning into this thing, like, where, oh, well, you know, Teddy, um, uh, he was really into me, but I wasn't really into him, but then it turned into, well, I never slept with him, but we had an emotional relationship, and then when I found out that Maria said, you know, two, two years ago that we had sex, oh, well, shit, that was around the time that we were kind of together. So I didn't like that. Like, so she was clearly offended by the fact that they were together during that time in some capacity, you know what I mean? There was enough of it to get offended by. So that's not just, again, seeing him in the gym and this and that. Yeah. So then there was just a lot of fucking talk and a lot of like this and this, and he does this crazy, and they're going over the videos, and how crazy is this, and how crazy is that, and it was very like obsessed with the world of Teddy Hart, um, and obviously, you know, I've covered and talked about a lot of this stuff, but this was like from a personal stance, where like this, this is a real thing, and like this is something they were involved in, and that's why they, they can't, which again, like I guess, ties into why they would just see my name involved with something with Teddy Hart. Next thing you know, they're following me next day. They're showing up in my work. This is like a deep level of like fucking like obsession with, with this fucking guy who's supposedly like the guy she doesn't want to be with or anything like that. But there's something, there's something else there. And I don't know what the fuck, because I don't know them, but you know, as far as drugs and stuff like that, like she said, straight up, um, he tried to give her a pill one time that he told her um, was like Adderall, but his friend made it. And then the mother wanted to take it from him, not like ingest it, take it, but take it from him. And he's like, no, no, this is expensive and this and this. So this is the account that's coming from somebody else that, you know, again, Mr. Teddy, I don't ever take drugs and never do that. I just smoke weed. Da, 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 da. This is what's coming from them. The mother also said that she thinks that he killed Sam. The daughter cut her off and said, you can't say that. She said, okay, well, I think that, that Chasen killed Sam. And 
that that Teddy knows this and this and this, and he had some involvement with that, and that that, that possibly the chloroform porn thing went too far. Teddy really never said anything about that, so she doesn't have any like confirmation or doesn't have any information that that he did this because they were around him. But this is her theory on the whole situation with with all the facts presented to her. So th- this this is like their thoughts and their talk about this shit. And again, they were in with this fucking guy. So it, it's just fucking bizarre. Like this shit came out of nowhere, man. Like I'm just at the fucking gym. I'm just doing what the fuck I'm doing. And then suddenly it's like, hey, what's you know, what's your thoughts on the Teddy Hart thing? Well, fucking here, here's the show. Here's here's all my fucking thoughts on Teddy Hart. Oh shit. Okay, cool. Be at your work tomorrow. Fucking whoa. Like what the fuck? And now they're just bugging the fuck out. So this is like the way that this whole thing fucking progressed. And then like she sent me like a picture of her cat. Um, she's got like a, a gray Persian long hair cat, like a Persian mix. And, um, and then, uh, you know, I, I, I send her a picture of two of my cats, like, um, you know, my, my youngest, um, Ernie and Leo. And it was just like, oh, you know, beautiful cat, beautiful cat, you know, all of that stuff. And then, um, I um I sent her something last night and was like um did you catch up on any more of the podcast because another thing is is before they left my work cuz I told them too like hey you know like we got a zoo here too like you know we got tigers out there and everything like you know go you know walk around through the zoo and they were like oh yeah yeah we'll go out there and then they're like yeah let's just let's just leave I mean we saw the cats it's it's fine I'm like, all right, well, whatever. I mean, it's just a long way to come to just talk to a random motherfucker from Jersey about fucking Teddy Hart. You know what I mean? Like, you could make a fucking at least a, a little quick uh, zoo trip out of this. You know, even if you walk through for a half hour, it's not a huge zoo. But, you know, we, we have a bunch of tigers and lions and fucking baboons and bears and shit. Like, you, there's there's things to see. Like, at least get a little bit more out of your trip. Jesus Christ, it's, it's fucking right here. But no, no, they didn't want to do that, which is fine. Um, but before she leaves the mother and she's like shot out of a can with this whole thing. She's like, yeah, like she's been like fucking listening to all your podcasts. Like since, since last night, like she's leaving the podcast on him. So uh, just leave your phone on the table. I want to keep hearing this. The mother's saying, so she's like talking shit about her husband and all this shit. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't even fucking know you guys. Like I, I don't have a problem meeting new friends and talking to people and this and this, but this is like, and the only reason I'm even coming out, I'm going to get you with the punchline of the whole fucking thing and how this shit just gets fucking weird. Um, on top of the already being weird, but she, she goes like, like, okay, so when are you going to do another podcast? Because I need to fucking hear that. Like I need to, I need to fucking hear that. Like, and I'm like, well, I, I mean, I've been doing this for fucking 10 years. Like if you just started listening yesterday, I feel like you got a lot of catching up to do and whatever. She's like, yeah, yeah, but like the Teddy Hart stuff, like you, you're, you're talking a lot about that right now. Like, so, and she's like, well, do you, like, do you have a number to like to call in or whatever? I'm like, I don't really take calls or anything like that. And they're like, yeah, yeah okay. And yeah, now nah, you don't want us to call. And they're like, well, you know, so, so like, you know, I, I need to hear when you do another one. I'm like, yeah, all right. Like I do shit like at my leisure. Like I'm not all about every minute with this fucking shit. So that's how she left. And then, so like last night, you know, I hit her up and just said like, 
hey, did you catch up on any more of the podcast, LOL? Because I just wanted to, like, touch base with, like, if you're all into the Teddy shit, like, I could find which episodes that I know I talked about Teddy on. Like, if you're new to the podcast and you're like, yo, I, I need to hear all that Teddy shit, then, then I'll let you know. Like, I had this one, this one, this one. And, and as deep as they are and as invested as, as they are in the Teddy things, I'll go find which dates I did the actual – I did two Teddy Hart interviews, and I did a Maria interview. So if, if you want to even go back in the archives and listen to those interviews because you you're fucking seem to be real ramped up on everything this guy does, well, they're not – you know, I'll steer you towards – I'll drop you links or whatever. So they're like that was just like the, the message I sent. So what I get back this morning, you know, I guess she responded after I went to sleep last night. And she goes, wait, I definitely dis- subscribe to something to get your podcast. And I can't remember what it is, but I need to cancel it. So <laughs> what the fuck? So I said, why? What happened? And I said, I must have offended you. I must have offended you somehow. What was it? And she just read that shit and just left it there. Yeah, I mean, like. So now we're like, no selling me after going out of your fucking way and showing up at my job the day after a fucking thing. And this isn't like, you know, look, look, I'm not trying to fucking date anybody. I've been with the same girl for 20 fucking years. I got three kids with it. Like, we're we're all set here. You know what I mean? This wasn't like a, oh, shit, I was totally trying to hook up and now I'm mad. Like, dude, this that's not even, there. there wasn't even a hope or possibility or any of that shit. This was all just like dropped on, on me, like. Oh, what's your thoughts on Teddy? Here's my thoughts on Teddy. I gotta be at your job tomorrow. Here's all this uh, crazy shit. Yeah, my husband's an asshole. Fucking this and this and this and this. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was with Teddy. Okay, I wasn't with Teddy. I was with Teddy a little bit. Uh, I was really mad when yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is some bullshit. Oh, he already knows that. Da, 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 da. Okay, see you later. When are you doing another podcast? All right, gotta cancel your podcast. What the fuck? Like, this is some wild shit. So, I didn't have to share that with everybody because I don't even know what the fuck, you know? Um, <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, I, this is wild. So I don't know. She's going to hear this shit and she's, I can't imagine she's going to be happy about me putting this all out there, but I don't give a fuck. I don't know you for you to be talking to me like that. You know what I mean? And out of, out of some level of, of, I guess, uh, privacy, I didn't put their names out there, but I could certainly do that as well. I mean, I guess we'll see where we go from here, but um, yeah, man, I don't, like, this is, this is fucking wild, weird, fucking the world of Teddy Hart shit, I guess this is just a little taste of Teddy's world, fucking dropped upon me, because I've been talking about it, so, uh, fuck, um, there's that, back to fucking business for me, back to me doing what the fuck I do, and, um, don't know what else to tell you, fuck a Teddy Hart, and whatever else. Um, what the fuck else? Um, I thought I had some other shit, but I don't even fucking know at this point. It's all good. Um, check out my boys over there at the Wrestling Soup. Check my man Shaheen out. And it, look, I don't know what the fuck he's doing with his, his podcast or whatever else, but check him out. And Nuclear Heat Graphics, without a fucking question. And when it comes down to um, fucking... Um, what he's doing with his art there. There's another thing I wanted to plug that, that he asked me to plug. And I think this is fucking highly fucking, um, commendable. I I think this is great stuff. That terrible tragedy happened over there in Australia. And 
So many fucking animals, half a billion animals died, which is just, I don't even know how to grasp that fucking number. That, that's so fucking terrible. Um, what he's doing right now um, to help, you know, fund Australia, there's a fund that um, you can contact Shaheen directly um, or, you know, the um, nuclear heat graphics pages of any sort there's a a fund that um is is, you know for australia relief and the wildlife in australia and for a minimal of a 50 dollar donation to this this organization which you can either do through the organization and send him a screenshot showing that you donated to this organization, or you can give the money to him and have him donate to the organization. But either way, a minimal of a $50 donation, and he will do a portrait of your pet with his, um, his artistic talents, and um, you'll get a digital um, version of that, which you can take to you know, your staples or wherever you want. You can go make a t-shirt out of it. You can go make a poster out of it. You can do whatever you want to do with it from that point on, but it it will be a personal portrait done of your own pet. You know what I mean? So I think that's, that's a great way to give something back and to try to um, support, you know, that terrible, terrible tragedy. And it turns out some fucking cocksuckers set those fires. Like, I just need them set on fire. Like, I just need that to happen. I, you know, I, I, I don't have the ability to make that happen. But I just like, like a drone strike or something to like wherever the fuck they're at. Like whatever happened with the Epstein guy. Like if they can make that happen to these jerk offs that killed a half a billion fucking animals, can somebody make that fucking happen? But come on, guys. So, um, yeah. But shout out to Shane doing what he's doing there. Um, shout out to my boy Jeremy. I got you five stars. He's uh he's over there doing his thing, reviewing all sorts of different shows, letting you know the new new shit. Um, guys coming up from all over the place. He covers a lot of southern wrestling. He's covering big time on that ICW stuff, which is doing uh some pretty big things over there with the um no holds barred gimmick. And um yeah, man. Um what else do I got? Uh, my boy Andrew, Andrew Carluck of False Count Radio. Check him out. Um, check out um, Eric in the We Have a Long Off Season Ahead of Us and Things Don't Be Looking to Get Any Better podcast. Um, you know, Once in a Lifetime is Good Enough for Me podcast. Um We'll have to learn to eat horse shit for other reasons podcast with Eric Williams. Um, we may be found at other people's parades celebrating podcast. Um, check that out uh, for sure. That's my guy over there. Um, I know I'm missing some shit, man. Sozio, check Sozio out at the Struggling with Sozio podcast. Check out um fucking Bobby Anthem, the Inhuman Experience. What the fuck am I missing, man? I feel like I'm missing like something. 
God damn it. Well, check everybody the fuck out. Yeah, you know I mean, um, I don't know what the fuck to tell you, man. Um, a lot of good shit going on out there with the fucking uh the the comedy podcast and shit like that. Artie Lang's fucking halfway house, dope shit. Um, but your mom's house is one of my favorites. That's uh fucking um Tom Segura and Christina P. They do such a fucking great show. Um, I got the Disney Plus. Um, it's basically for Muppet content, and I do want to watch that Mandalorian shit. Um, I haven't gotten into the Mandalorian shit so far. I've just been watching the Muppets, uh, the last Muppet series that was out, which I was really hard on when it came out. But um, in retrospect, I'm watching it again, and I'm actually liking it. Um, it, it is a little bit more harsh, more um, edgy, which I don't think the Muppets needed to be. But it's it, it's once you kind of get used to it, it's an acquired taste. They did, I think, 16 episodes and everything. Um, next, or I think this year, sometime this year, they're coming out with the new Muppets series that exclusive to Disney+. Plus. Looking forward to that. Everything Muppets, man. Um, I think that's all I got. I'm pretty sure. Um, fucking go Niners. I, I I don't know what else to fucking tell you. I mean, I, I can't say it fucking loud and proud enough, but fucking go Niners. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to see these green fucking cunts, the last of the green cunts. All the other green cunts have gone home. There's one set of green cunts left. And that's the Green Bay cocksucking fucking cheese grating Packers. Go fuck yourself, you bug-eyed son of a bitch, Aaron Rodgers. You fucking asshole. I hope fucking Nick Boza, D. Ford, Eric Armstead, DeForest Buckner. I hope these motherfuckers rack up. Ten fucking sacks on you, you dumb cocksucker, you. I hope you throw four picks and three of them are returned for touchdowns. You know, that's what I fucking hope. I need my guys in the fucking Super Bowl. It's a fucking game changer for me. It changes fucking everything. You know? There's a good chance if we lose tomorrow, you're not hearing a fucking podcast next week. I'm just letting you know right now because it's going to do terrible things to my fucking mood. But there's a chance you hear two fucking podcasts if we win fucking tomorrow night because I'm going to be fucking charged up. So that's, I think, all I got. Uh, check me out next week or don't. I guess we'll find that out depending on my motherfucking... uh. Results of my shit. So, um, talk to y'all motherfuckers later. Peace. Yo, let me get that fat right there. Yeah, yeah, let me get the waves on board too. Yeah, and the guts that play. Uh huh. I want the skewers, I want the fucking birds fight. Hell yeah, I want the fucking light tubes. Give me that silver black tube and wrap all that shit in barbed wire. You know what the fuck this is? This is your King Radio, you don't know what the fuck is about to go down. J-Cat is the king of the jungle and your Cooper kick is the motherfucking show clown. You don't want to throw down. We spitting the wicked shit that don't get you offended while you bitch about a pro now. He or she, her or him. All you herbs can burn when the words begin. Fuck that. I do it 
drum tracks Just like you can fly to with lightens and thumbtacks One handed it'll bust your lip up Slap the mat for flat back bumps with no tip up You don't wanna get up, you couldn't if you tried to You thought there wouldn't be a homicide, you've been lied to Your coups or kick will break your chin You won't know where my foot is in your face begins Stay down, homie, take the pin You ain't got what it takes to win you know who the fuck I am? Bitch, I'm my fucking ass. Hell yeah, that's J-Cat. I'm Bobby. This is Yakuza Kick Radio. The fuck you want? You know what the fuck this is? Where the fuck you want to? Come here, motherfucker. Come here. You gonna learn today. <laughs> Talk to y'all later. Have a nice night. Stay dry. It's raining again. Tired as rain. Makes my grass green. I won't complain about that. That's all I gotta say. I'm out of here. I love all y'all and, uh, shit. You're all a bunch of fucking assholes. You've been in the gym, bro. You know why? DJ Hyde, fuck you. You don't have the guts to be what you want to be. You need people like me. I'll listen to your, to your podcast and I'll find everything out. You know what I mean? You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers and say, that's the bad guy. So, what I make you... Good. Black cheese tell me tells me all the time to listen to what you gotta say because you be blazing people and I'm like, well, I gotta hear it now. <laughs> you just know how to hide. Me, I don't have that problem. Me, I always tell a truth, even when I lie. Accuse the kid's radio. Jesus! A sacred night to the bad guy. I'm gonna tell you something, the motherfucking press. I ain't coming for no fools.